And the Oscar goes to Ben Affleck. You know what the best part of my day is? I know. Let me be very clear. I am the luckiest guy in the world. Get the fuck out. I'm going to hurt some people. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Catching Up with Ben. I'm your host, Joshua Maddock. Joined by me is my co-host, Mike Kelly. Mike, how are you doing? I'm good, Josh. Doing great. Everything's There's no going, going back. Well. No There's going no... back from now. We are in it. His entire discography. <laughs> just my whole day. I just keep thinking of Ben. It's only episode two. I would say more than episode one. There's no turning I back. I see him everywhere. Today we're going to be talking about School Ties starring Ben Affleck. Um, to be honest, I did not think I'd be revisiting this movie so soon, but... Here we are. Only in making a podcast about Ben Affleck would I ever come across this film. I watched this during quarantine uh, because I saw the cast and I got quite intrigued by it. And now I'm back talking about it today. But let's 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 talk about this movie a bit. Josh, to right off the back, I didn't like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the film took nine years to come to fruition. It was conceived in the early 80s. Stanley Jaff, the producer, conceived it and said he was going to direct it. It was based on the real-life experience by Dick Wolf, and it took, it took months to cast the film. It took months. months to find the correct cast, because almost everyone at the time in Hollywood was auditioned. This included yeah. Kyle Chandler, Noel Weil, Matthew Perry, all the... All the stars. All the up-and-comings. All the up-and-comings. Up up We've got a, quite the cast here. We start off with Brendan Fraser, who is our star. He had never been in a movie before. Really? This is, this this is, is his, his debut? This is his day. De- I don't know if his, it came out first, but he had never acted in like a feature Damn. film before. But he was hired because he was apparently bigger than everyone else. And he, of course, is in... George of the Jungle and the Mummy trilogy and Doom Patrol and Looney Tunes back in action. So many classic hit films. Too many, honestly. Furry Vengeance. I mean, it's just too many today. We got Chris O'Donnell. Of course, he played Robin, and uh, he is now on NCIS Los Angeles. I see him every time I turn on my TV. Um, up and coming again. All these actors. It's it's basically their first film. You got Cole Hauser. Who uh, has been in Too Fast, Too Furious, and Pitch Black, and Tigerland? Lots of lots of good stuff there. You got Matt Damon, our antagonist of the film. Um, he, of course, is known for the Bourne film. He is in Comedy of the Year, The Martian. First on-screen appearance between Matt Damon and our boy, Jesse Smith, Jesse Ben Affleck, Smith. who I think has. More lines than more, Buffy. Definitely more, more lines than Buffy. I didn't have to. I didn't have to search for it. No, I, I mean he's s- there. No, I I actually could recognize Ben Affleck this time. See him, you see him. Um, and then we got uh, Amy Locaine as our love interest, who we just watched in uh, Cry Baby, played a very similar role as Johnny Depp's love interest. Oh, there you go. She also uh, she also got arrested in uh, 2010 for a DUI where she uh, was in a car accident that killed someone. So I. It's a fun fact for the fans, fact. Josh. She has been to jail not once but twice over this. She got out of jail and then went back to jail. Not school ties co-actors. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just an interesting fact to me. You think? Because I remember when uh, what's his name? When Chris O. No, not Chris O'Donnell. Whoever. Who's the Who's the bad guy in Happy Gilmore? That actor. Christopher, Christopher McDonald. Christopher, when he got arrested, he apparently his plea was, "You can't arrest me." I was in Happy Gilmore. If you think she was like, guys, it's me, 
Amy LeCain. Brendan Fraser's love interest in School Ties. Remember School Ties? Well, Mike, uh, let's... We might as well just get into it because why don't you? Well, why don't you first of all tell us what the what, what's going on here? What's the what's going on here? <laughs> huge spoiler warning for school ties. We're gonna we get into it. Gonna, we know the fans want to see it, but we're you know guys, we're here to catch up with Ben. If you have not seen school ties, school go ties. watch it. Go watch this movie. I'm back. Don't press. Pause, because uh-huh. we'll still be talking about it. Uh-huh. This is going to be at least a six-hour conversation about school ties. Well, it starts off, we see Brendan Fraser. He's in his hometown. He, uh, he of course, is open about his faith. He's Jewish. He's, he's having a blast. He's driving his car. He's going to the local diner. Everyone's sending him off. He's going to school to play football. Um, and it seems that everyone at this school already knows that he shouldn't be saying that he's Jewish, and yet his father still sends him there and is concerned when he's not attending Jewish events? Like, what do you expect? You, you, you send him there. You send him to the school. You send him to an all-boys Catholic school in the 50s. He gets to the school. First of all, I want to say, Brendan Fraser, great. I think he's great in this. I think he's a good leading man. I don't know if he's the character is great, but I think he has a charisma that I think he really would, does. would really hold does. up through the rest of his career. He, at, least the st- at least he's the best part of the movie, the star of, besides obviously Academy Award winner Ben Affleck, but as he is in every film, he is. Say, for the sake we, of the podcast. Well, we get to, we get to his door. You, like, you didn't like, what, what, I think what's we, his name? I Chess? think we meet the best performance of the film when we get to the school and meet, well, when we first meet his roommate, Chris O'Donnell, who plays the most passive character in quite possibly any movie ever made. Like, whoa, nothing. He gets to the school and he meets Chris O'Donnell and then all of his other pals, including Matt Damon, who right off the bat is just already like antagonistic towards like Brendan. Like he is like, because of course, Matt Damon is up for the role of a big, big time, big time football position quarterback. He is going to be the quarterback, but he's demoted to halfback when Brendan Fraser becomes the quarterback, which uh, creates some tension t- between the characters. That comes back later. That's how football works. That's a, that's <laughs> that's how sport. If you if you ever saw me, you'd know I didn't play fucking football in high school, so I really can't say much about this. But yeah, I mean, you know. Part of it gets a little remember the Titans. Well, Matt Damon, how do you how do you feel about him in this movie? Because right off the bat, he is he's he's a prick. He is he's a prick. <laughs> he's a prick. You know, it's Matt Damon, lovable Matt Damon, very anti-Semitic. In quite. This. So we Brendan Fraser, he's shown to be a tough guy from the start of the film because he, he's got a, he's got a he's got a bruise when he gets there from a little fight that he gets in, and he uh, some people ask, hey, where'd you get the scar? And he says, I got this from a fight that I was in, and some guy. Goes, you just don't walk into someone else's turf. Everyone knows that. You know this movie really well. I wrote, I wrote extensive notes on this, Mike, because I wrote down the line, you, you know you just don't go on someone else's turf. You know. The classic rule. That's you, not how that works. You just, you just don't go on someone else's turf. We're introduced to Ben Affleck in the next scene. Just with the boys. Just singing. Just singing. Singing at the top of his lungs. As, as, do you think boarding school guys do that? You think they're all just... Chilling, listening to fucking doo-wop music. Okay. You know, you know it would be like Playboy Cardi today. But. That's what I want to talk about because this film is a period piece. Why is this a period piece is my question. I assume maybe it happened, the real story maybe, but I just... It didn't need to be. It does not... It didn't need to be. <laughs> it has no 
function in being a period piece. You get like the opening scene is just down the street. So it's like, hey, we're in the 50s. It's like, all right. After cool. that, there's almost no Nothing. cars. No. Uh, there's, he uses a no, pay. No, they're in like a boarding school. Like yeah. The whole movie. It would make sense that maybe they're just disconnected from technology. But like, oh, it was of the times. Like, not really. No, I mean. No, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, everyone's singing along to Smokey Joe's Cafe. You know, as those guys do. <laughs> Uh, we're introduced to the teacher, the Latin teacher, the French teacher. He's, he teaches French. He's he, a French teacher, yelled, and uh, everyone I, hates him. He's the most... I didn't like him. Well, I think that's the point. I. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, school ties. <laughs> <laughs> they created a very unlikable uh, French teacher that Brendan already already has blows with. He is, he's just so stereotypical. Every, I feel like every teacher from every like kind of 90s film like this is always like, mm, you know, they're just, they hate fun. That's the whole, that's their you whole. so mad when these people don't speak fluent French. Like that's just like, if I never had a language, I'd be like, just, you're, you're a fucking dick. So like, that's the only, that's the, the teacher's dick. only, let's go through the teacher because he's in, he's in, he's in, I would say two important scenes of this film he's set up as a very strict teacher who who causes one kid to go over the edge as we see he's given his final presentation and and he's he's he doesn't know he doesn't know what's going on he's he's repeating all these lines over and over in french until he just eventually good riddance okay so the teacher disappears no sorry the student disappears no one knows where he is they find him it's the middle of the night He's reciting French lines like he's lost his his brain, you know, and he and they catch him and they're like, "What are you What are you doing? Are you okay?" He's driven off to the hospital. The end. And then no, nothing. And then nothing. That's that arc. And that's that whole nothing. story. So arc. they put his car in the school. They put the teacher's car in a classroom somehow, and that's the end of that storyline. All right. This, <laughs> this one teacher sent the student over the edge. Then his friends managed to get his entire vehicle in the room. But ah, that's that's it's just a subplot that's going those on. Saint Matthews boys. But just... that's not the main plot of this movie. The main plot is that Brendan Fraser is hiding that he's Jewish, <laughs> and he's hiding that he's Jewish the whole time. Even Chris O'Donnell, his roommate, doesn't know. And they're they're. <laughs> Buddies. Chris O'Donnell gets all pals, upset. They live They're together. Pals. They better not hate each other. I mean, pals. <laughs> Matt Damon, of course, has a girlfriend in this, and Brendan Fraser starts to get way too close to this woman. Like, like Matt Damon walks outside and sees the two of them like nose to nose, and Matt Damon just goes, "Hey, thanks for keeping an eye on my girl for me." Like, he's. He's so oblivious. And she's like, I'm not your girl. Uh, yeah, clearly. Yeah, that. What gave it away? You making out with my friend? <laughs> so Matt Damon, of course, is all mad and upset. I feel like I'm missing a lot. of, But not a lot happens. And the first time I watched this, I must say, I was like, that was decent. That was everything. Wow. It was just, wow. There were a lot of really famous people in that yeah, movie. Yeah. Now, this time watching it, it seemed to make less and less sense. Um, Matt Damon... After after losing Bren, after losing his girlfriend to Brendan Fraser, which I mean makes sense, he goes inside and is standing next to a few of the uh, the teachers or ambassadors, and uh, of course they they let it loose that that Brendan Fraser would never be accepted at 
another school. And, and Matt Damon says, well, why is that? And he says, oh, they would have never accepted a Jew. And Matt Damon has this almost like, his reaction to this, to finding out that Brendan Fraser is Jewish is like, he's like a supervillain. Like he's just found his weapon. Like he's about to just like destroy this man. It's, it's fascinating how incredibly anti-Semitic this character is like to the point of exaggeration when they are in the shower of course where does every where all great conflict starts every look every dramatic event in my high school reached its crescendo in the locker room Matt Damon pulls the crowd aside and does again like it's like he's prepared this monologue he's just cartoonishly he bigoted. is so bigoted in this film that he, again, he comes off as like a supervillain, like just like plotting, like, oh, well, why don't you tell them? What's Brendan's name? In this? What's, the, what's the protagonist? The character's name in this film. Uh, his name. David. David Green. Matt Damon says something along the lines of, David, why don't you, t- why don't you tell them what's going on? Why don't you, why don't you tell them, David? Well, there's nothing to say. It's just... I feel like I'm watching the movie right now, I gotta say. I've had to watch this twice in it's, the past year. It's, it, it's, it's, it's it sticks its, with you. It sticks with you. It's taking its toll on my mental School health. School ties with Brendan Fraser. I looked. I watched this film in September. And now I'm already back. <laughs> March of the Only next year. Only within months. Coming back to it. If you're saying what I, this man has been notes on this too film. many, just too much. Um, let's see. Um, he's in the locker room, of course. They comes the blows, and what? I, Mike, why don't you? What? Why don't you tell everyone what happens after this scene? Everyone in the hallway is just casually anti. They're like, hey. Everyone's like kind of like, reve- like is revealed to be. I, I forget why, but Brendan Fraser's for some reason like serving everyone. Like he's working in the kitchen. Even current prisoner Amy Locaine turns anti-Semitic yeah. towards the end. Brendan Fraser goes to the pool where Amy Locaine's character is practicing. <laughs> And I also love how I don't. Re- all the only character's name I remember is Chesty Smith, Ben Affleck. That's, and he he says maybe five more lines than Buffy. And he, he says more lines than Buffy each time. He he does. He really does. He really does. In the next scene, it's the big finale, Mike. Mike, the big finale of this film. You would think maybe it has to revolve around that student who went crazy, or maybe it has to come. It's about Matt Damon or Ben Affleck talking about their religion. But naturally, you know, as the film brilliantly leads up, somebody cheated on their French exam, Josh! <laughs> oh they my god! Honor. So they're studying for a history exam. And Matt Damon, he's sitting with his roommate, he's, he's studying, he's looking at the books, and his roommate says, I'm gonna put my notebook up and go to sleep. Matt Damon looks at his notebook, and then, uh-oh, we cut. We cut away. He takes the notebook and he opens it up, and it's like, oh, what's he gonna do? Cut to the day of the test. Everyone, first of all, let me say, Brendan, sorry, let me say, Ben Affleck kills it in this scene. I don't know about you, but during tests, I could not sit still, and for some reason, Ben Affleck is like shaking in his seat, and I was like, hey. Kills it. That's what I would do in that situation. (laughs) I was looking, I I analyzed every scene Ben Affleck was in in this movie. Every shake, every blink. And so I was like, he is acting either like a someone who doesn't want to be there or someone who's really just selling the role of taking a test. But anyways, Matt Damon has a little, little sheet of paper, a little sheet of paper with all the answers. We've all been there. 
Legally, no. Brendan Fraser sees him cheating, Mike. And the look on Brendan Fraser's, Fraser's face, it sells it all. He, I, think, I feel like the teacher in class would say, like, what, what the fuck was that right there? Brendan, what are you lo- why, why are you, you staring? Just, why did your jaw just <laughs> drop at the floor? Oh, there's a piece of paper. He's horrified by the fact that he is cheating on this test. Because, well, mainly because all of these kids are talking about trying to a, get into Harvard. It's and a violation to, of his honor. It is. Josh. They all sign the honor code beforehand. And Brendan Fraser, I'm sorry, David is just shocked. He's sh- he can't believe it. Afterwards, he's, afterwards everyone's, everyone leaves class and Matt Damon drops the sheet of paper on the crown. But, of course, it has no name on it. And so the teacher pulls the classic. You're all going to be in trouble unless one person... Comes out. Again, just every plot point set up throughout this movie just scrapped for this. Like the, this is the rest of the movie. Just this the this fin- mini legal drama about Matt Damon cheating on a history test in high school. Well, Brendan Fraser, <laughs> Brendan Fraser, he 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 comes into Matt Damon's room and he says, "I know it was you who cheated." And Matt Damon doesn't waste any time just admitting that it was him. I mean, he immediately is like, "Yeah, it was me, all right." I'm not gonna die. No, he's, no one's gonna I'm find Matt out. Damon. No one's gonna know it. No Matt Damon is not. I would say he is not good in this movie. The ending it occurs. It's a whole. It goes on for so long. Too long. It goes on for so long about Brendan. Matt Damon first accuses Brendan, and then Brendan... Like, it's like a whole setting up the senior. It's like a legal battle, and the teacher just leaves it up to all these students to get together and spend their whole weekend just deciding who they're going to Who they're going to basically... Just choose who... You know, suspend from their school. Yeah, like Matt Damon at the end of this. Spoiler alert! Matt Damon is kicked out of the school... Um, after one of the students says he saw Matt Damon cheat, it's like, okay, then why didn't you, why didn't you say anything earlier? Also, I love the scene where they reveal that someone else saw Matt Damon cheat because first of all, they, they bring Brendan Fraser into the room. It's all these teachers and they're like, they're setting up that Brendan Fraser is the one who was caught. And then they say, you're in trouble, but not because you lied or something. He says, not because you lied. And then Brendan Fraser is like, and then. It turns, swivels around in a chair to, and says, I saw him cheat. It's like... He was waiting He was, waiting he was sitting there <laughs> with the chair turned around for the sole purpose of Brendan walking up and just having that moment. Ben Affleck's kind of throwing in a few jokes there. I didn't like that when he got a little... He got a little bigoted too, Ben Affleck. That's not our... It's not our that's not our... Ben I know Ben Affleck know would not like, do that. A devout podcaster of Ben Affleck. I know he would This film. Just this film. But anyways, it ends. Brendan Fraser walks away. He says that he's going to use the principal to get into Harvard. Um, okay. Like, Josh, I'm just... <laughs> The more we talk about the plot of this fucking movie, there's not much there, is there? Let's, there's there's not much there. Yeah. We are we did we are we done yet? Like the film opened at number five in the box office, quietly slipped out of theaters a few weeks later. O'Donnell later recalled that this was probably due to it being released soon after Dead Poet Society. O'Donnell recalled coming in the wake of Dead Poet Society, people were probably asking, "Is it good?" Probably not. So I'm not going to see it. That's the star of School Ties on School Ties. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, all the stars, I think, wanted it to be a hit, and it, it 
was a modern. I mean, it made it made yeah, fourteen I mean, million. Which again, is, they got so many people to audition for this. Yeah, movie. all the star, all the up and coming so stars. So many people it, wanted this. It lifted. It, Started so many careers. Mike, I found this out. Randall Bantenkoff, who plays Rip Van Kant in this film, mm. he was also in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, really? He told the director there. about his friend named Ben, and he got him a role in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So we, we now know why Ben Affleck has that one line in that movie. You know, this whole podcast... You know, we asked the question, what is Ben Affleck? But more importantly, why is Ben Affleck? And that's what we're trying to get down, down to. Here. It. I mean, after school ties, we're, we're starting to see more of his psyche. Um, after two movies with Ben Affleck playing a very minor role, <laughs> really can understand the man. What makes Ben Affleck? What makes him Aff? Well, Mike, why don't we, uh, there's, there's not much here. Why don't we go ahead and, ra- why, don't we, why don't we get our thoughts in? What did you think of school ties? <sighs> I don't care. Anyone that needs to remember, our rating system is based solely on the performance of Ben Affleck, not the film itself. Five out of five. He's great. He kills it. Five out of five.